<laughs> Who is that? Is that you? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Gross. It was coming up out of my esophagus and into the atmosphere of my mouth realm. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hello. Uh, Welcome. I feel like my voice has just recovered from the wrestling match um, that we all went to because all week long on the radio, I felt like it's been way deeper and like raspy because for the whole night, <laughs> me and Brittany. It's all those the, cigarettes you smoked. <laughs> yeah, no, the whole night on, uh, was it Friday? We, we all went to SmackDown for my birthday and the whole time it was just like, Hell yeah, brother. Oh yeah, like you were doing that a lot. Screaming at people the whole time. So then in the morning, me and Brittany both woke up and we were like, oh, <laughs> what, what happened? What's wrong with us? And we're like, oh yeah, we screamed. The entire wrestling match. I just I thought it was funny as she was walking out with like the drink still in her hand out of the scope and she's like what's your open container policy as she's got like half a, a cup of like seltzer I think it was I was oh, like yeah. it's fine it looks like you're drinking a Sprite you're fine and she was I was like but there are cops like around here so you might want to drink that <laughs> it was funny uh, yeah it was a blast yes. so thanks for coming Brittany um, if you're listening which bitch you better be she drove all the way up from South Carolina to spend my birthday with me. And everybody loved her. Everyone yeah. was like, Alex, Brittany is so fucking cool. And I was like, I know. <laughs> like, you guys all thought she was not even a real person because I keep talking about these people and nobody ever gets to meet them. I didn't um, like, think I promise I have real. a friend. She wasn't my imaginary friend in high school. She's real. And um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you were lying. That'd be a, a dumb thing to lie about. I'm lying about having friends for what? <laughs> Just don't have friends. It's easier. Well, we did go. So we had um, uh, my friend Austin. I don't remember if I mentioned this on a previous episode, but uh, my friend Austin, it's also his birthday around the same time. So we had a joint birthday party. It was at his parents' house and his parents weren't home for the weekend. So he was like, yeah, it's a high school themed house party. So dress mm -hmm. like you dressed in high school. And me and Brittany were like, we dress like fucking losers in high school. Um, so we could theoretically just be cool and show up and make everybody think that we were cool in high school. If Jake had a high school party, he'd be dressing like it was 1874. So they didn't even have photographs back then. I think they did. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking about that one weird flash photographer where you have to put like all the powder in and then like run away from the camera. So it doesn't explode in your face. Yeah, yeah that's what they used in uh, Civil War. You yeah. know about that. Yeah. 1870s, 1860s. Yeah. Hello. Where are we? Who are we? Why are what you are giving doing? me that weird look? Um, it's your cue. It's a it's a visual cue, and I'm doing it Ooh. because the listeners aren't supposed to know that I'm doing it, but you point it out every single time anyway, so do it. <laughs> God damn it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Death by Music Podcast, and we are doing a mini, correct? Yes. Yes, we are doing a mini on uh, how did Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart meet. I'm Jake. Got Cassie and Alex here. Hello. Cassie? I'm here. Would you like to read this yes, one? Yes, I can read. <coughs> Sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart seem to have formed... Wait! This is by Dirk Winifred. I think that was my name in German class. Dirk? Dirk, yeah. Really? <laughs> Sounds like a porn it was like Dirk name. Svensson or some shit Dirk like that. Svensson, nice. That sounds like a porn name, Jake. <laughs> that does sound like a porn name. My name in German class was Beata, oh. which is the German word, I mean, name for Betty. They didn't have a German name for Alex? That's a Russian name. Okay. You get to pick your name. Were you in like Spanish or something? You get to pick your I name? I was in French and no. You didn't get to Ever, pick, what the fuck? All my teachers just called me Lord. Oh. oh well, that's cool. I guess that is French. Yeah. True. Probably. 
Anyways, okay. let's read the story. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart seem to have formed one of the most unlikely friendships in Hollywood. Since the beginning, people have constantly been baffled as to how the marijuana-loving rapper and the 77-year-old lifestyle expert could really have anything in common. But time and time again, the two of them have confirmed that their friendship is completely genuine and they both smoke weed together. That's cute. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, but how did their friendship even start in the first place, you're wondering? Where did Snoop Dogg and Martha meet? And what are some of the things they have done together? Drugs? I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, edibles. Um, ah, perfect. Back in 2008, Martha had her own talk show called the Martha, or called Martha Stewart or the Martha Stewart Show. And Snoop Dogg was invited as a guest. Most people did not think of rappers and lifestyle style shows what the fuck most people did not think of rappers and lifestyle shows for middle-aged women as two things that would mix however martha saw nothing wrong with bringing the two different worlds together snoop dogg once shared martha kind of pioneered this as far as like letting rappers become part of daytime television because we were not actually accepted we fit right in cooking with martha just seemed like the right space to be in that's cute uh, the first time Snoop Dogg appeared on Martha, he helped her make mashed potatoes while teaching the audience new slang words. Nice. <laughs> That's perfect. We call this potatoes. <laughs> um, he returned a year later and the two of them baked brownies as well as made jokes about cannabis. Were they weed brownies? I don't know. Have you ever tried to make weed brownies before? No. Oh, okay. Well, time. Um, <laughs> all in no, the, I, all in I the know. Yeah, I've heard that. And then I know that there was somebody that uh, had given me a weed cookie. And Did you eat the whole thing? It didn't taste good. Yeah, no, I and I also don't like... It tasted like weed. It, yeah, it tastes <laughs> like weed and it tastes... I mean, it was red velvet and I don't like red velvet. So mm. I was like, this is gross. Red velvet is just chocolate with a lot of red food coloring. I hate it. You can make that into cookies? Right. You yeah. can make anything into cookies. I actually did this. I um, know red velvet cookies were a thing. You could buy a cake mix and use it to make cookies. Oh. They're softer than regular cookies. Yeah, I actually just gross. did it. I bought a lemon cake mix and then you just put the eggs and the oil in it. And instead of um, instead of putting it in a cake tin, you just make little cookie ball things and then put it in the oven for like 15 minutes. You have cake hmm. cookies. They're really good. Hmm. Sounds like too many extra steps. It's literally the same amount of steps. It's less steps. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> so after meeting on Martha, Snoop Dogg and Martha continued to keep in touch. Fast forward to several years later, the two of them landed their own VH1 show called Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party. That's cute. Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party premiered in 2016 and involved the two personalities cooking together and eating with celebrity friends while also having lots of fun along the way. Snoop reported also what well, what the fuck snoop dog is reportedly <laughs> you're putting words in where I they am. are not snoop dog reportedly also is high on marijuana for most of the episodes i mean yeah i think he just goes through his life high and I don't think also who cares exactly i don't think he's ever not high. yeah which we, is I fine mean, who cares are the people who are watching it because they're all middle-aged women who are like is he high <laughs> i thought weed would kill you immediately because that's I, what they were told <laughs> when you have you as a person who has cooked under the influence before uh-huh i make the i have like all these weird cravings and i make the probably the most disgusting shit ever but it is so good like yeah. one time i um grated up apples and put like ranch dressing on them and it was the most delicious thing ever and it was crunchy and perfect and it was like sweet and a little lettuce bit salty, what do you need no just apples <laughs> like red apples just chop that shit up real 
fine. And well, then, I mean, pe- people put apples in salad, so. Yeah, but they just it's, cut out the lettuce and just make it the apple. It's perfect. Yeah. I did see a clip recently. I think it was T-Pain, maybe. Um, a, there was like a celebrity chef. He was just this really high-end chef that cooked with um, the, the oils from the weed that gets you high. Huh. Um, it was really highly concentrated. Yeah. And so I guess... Was it T-Pain? I feel bad if I'm saying whatever rapper it's not. Um, but he ended up like rubbing the oil on his blunt before smoking it. And the guy was like, it's it's really highly concentrated. And then you could just tell how high he was because he was like, this is good. And he would try whatever the chef was cooking that also had oh, God. THC in it. And he was just like, you know, it's... High as balls. Yeah. <laughs> like you're supposed to be delicately trying this really <laughs> nice food. He's just popping it in like, it's good, man. <laughs> just standing there. And they're like, he kept... Um, walking to the wrong side of the counter he, and then you could hear the people in the background like stay on your mark man and he had to feel like they'd have to reset the shot it was so funny <laughs> just running around that sounds fun anyway so in april 2019 the show returned as a revamped martha and snoop spotluck party challenge where martha and snoop dog battle it out with their celebrity friends according to producer sally and sal sano okay martha and snoop dog's friendship is a factor in the success of their show martha and snoop genuinely know each other I would hope so. It wasn't like one of those crazy Hollywood random pairings where they just throw people together. They were looking out for the other side, like a unified front. Um, it is unclear. It's unclear. <laughs> it's just making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear that Snoop Dogg has learned a lot about cooking from hanging out with Martha. However, Snoop Dogg has introduced Martha to many new things in life as well. Like weed. Enter weed. Um, no, that was probably prison that introduced her to weed. Well, I guess yeah, maybe true. not. Well, when you embezzle as much money as she did. Martha said, I like learning a whole new genre of individuals and a whole new genre of cooking, she once said. I haven't cooked some things that Snoop wants to cook, and he certainly hasn't cooked many of the things that I cook. What a weird quote. Yeah, that's a weird thing. <laughs> With Mar- I didn't, I didn't ad lib on that one. With Martha and Snoop's potluck party challenge not airing as frequently as the previous seasons, it can be easy for Martha and Snoop to not keep in touch often, but Snoop Dogg recently revealed to Ellen DeGeneres that he and Martha talk with each other once a week. Aww. Martha also owns a few houses in the Northeast, and according to Snoop Dogg, he enjoys visiting and staying with her. When I go that way, I like to stay at her house, he said. Her house is so big, her horse's house is bigger than my house. Wow, really? <laughs> I didn't know she had a horse, but her horse has a house, too. That's fucking... You gotta put it somewhere. Crazy. That's called a barn. Jake, what's the last thing you cooked? I tried to bring you some fucking soup the other day. Both of you, you assholes. <laughs> can we talk about that for a moment while yes, we're talking we about cooking? Yes. I went to the grocery store, which I never, ever fucking do because I hate it. And I went and I got all the ingredients to make Thai, coconut, curry, chicken, soup. And it was fucking delicious. I made a giant vat of it. And you guys both live down the road from me. Yes. So I had so much fucking soup. I had like 15 servings of soup. And Did you eat it all I wanted no, I, I froze a lot yeah. of it. So I wanted to bring some soup to people because I spent all fucking day making this. Yeah. And I texted Jake and I said, "Do you want some soup?" And he was like, "Oh, I just cooked a meal." And I was like, "Okay, but I can bring it over for dinner." And he was like, "No, I'll have my leftovers." It's like, "Wow, okay, well, fuck you." And then I texted Cassie and I sent her a picture of it. And she was like, mm, "There's too many vegetables. <laughs> too many fucking vegetables." I could see a red pepper immediately, and I was like, "I'm not gonna like that." Oh my god. Yeah, I am a child with a child's palate. You don't like peppers? Uh, not red peppers. Bell peppers? I don't like bell peppers unless they're like soaked in ranch dressing. 
Well, there's, there's no Have you tried her apples and ranch? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, speaking of the last meal that's been cooked, I came home today mm. to Daniel holding a baking sheet that was on fire. And he was out in the yard at this point, right? He was out in the yard. I was sitting in the driveway on the phone with my mother, and I was like, I gotta go, there's a fire. And she was like, what? Um, so he walked down the steps and into the backyard, and I thought, I was like, he can't throw it on the ground because there's leaves out there. Yeah. And they will also catch on fire. So then he's just standing there and, like, looking at me. And so I <laughs> opened the garage door. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, help. <laughs> so I had to grab a water bottle from in the garage, and I just poured the whole thing. And I was like, how did you burn? He was making nachos. I, I said, how did you burn this? The entire tray ablaze. I just On can't fire. imagine um, not putting it out in the house, you know, like like grabbing. He's in the kitchen. Yeah, he, he like balanced water, it, carried it out, walked like it down the, the stairs. Outside. Yeah, so <laughs> he had to go down two little flights of stairs to get there. Like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> through a couple so, doors, too. Yeah, yeah through the <laughs> fucking house, you know, the kitchen's at the back. Yeah, he went through three doors. And somehow didn't burn the house down. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And yeah. then just didn't stood in but, the driveway with a and fucking the, the fire alarm. Tray. We have like smoke detectors in here. They weren't going off. He was like, it was in there for three minutes. He just straight broiled. So he turned the broiler on. <laughs> I told him you have to bake it first, and then you turn it to broil so that the cheese and everything gets yeah, all crispy. Yeah, that's the end step. He turned the broiler on and let it heat up. Because and just things. fucking burn. And then he was like, I put, I let it heat up for a little bit. And then I put the, he basically just put cheese on top of nachos and put them in the oven. Like, you're supposed to also have something else on there. Like, in the was, microwave. Yeah. He doesn't like it that way. I said, well, now I'm not, I can't like this way. <laughs> you burnt it all. So, yeah. Yeah. So when you denied my food that I made, what the fuck were you eating? Uh, I believe I just had some Mexican. You said you made food. No, I said I just ate. Oh. And that's why I would have leftovers. Gotcha. I thought you made steak and I was like, you fucking asshole. You weren't going to invite me for steak, but I'm giving you my food. I still need a new grill. What's that guy's name? George George Foreman. No. (laughs) Nelly. Paul Paul Wall. Oh, yeah. Who? Paul Wall. McGrill. Is it Nelly and Paul Wall? Yeah, it's Nelly and Paul Wall. Oh, shit. Nelly's coming. I know. Did I, I tag saw. you in that? You did. Nelly and who the How fuck How much else? are tickets? I don't Ying know. Ying Yang Twins. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Ludacris. Ludacris. That's who it was. Fucking Ludacris <laughs> and Nelly and the Ying Yang Twins are coming to town. Are there we was going? someone else. Are we going? How much are tickets? Are we going? I don't know. Sam wants to go. He was at <laughs> wrestling. And I think that we should do another group trip instead of wrestling this time. We got to go see Ludacris. Uh, so yeah, this is our episode on rappers and cooking. Bye. <laughs> um, rest in peace. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Patreon. We got all kinds of shit up there. Finishing up the 27 Club season very soon here. So there's just going to be a bunch of episodes out there. And um, we have begun research on the new season and working through that as well. So life's good. Rest in peace. <laughs> Later. <laughs>